what what I want to talk to you about is the Senate judicial hearings that I watched of Amy Coney Barrett. And just just a few uh, reflections uh, on this process. I, I, I started watching judicial hearings with uh, Stephen Breyer when Stephen Breyer was, was brought to the um, court. And I, I just find them fascinating. I, I learn about law, constitutional law. You learn about politics. Um, Amy Coney Barrett, remember, is um, a former judge, uh, probably still is, on the U.S. Court of Appeals. Uh, she was uh, nominated for that in 2017, uh, and now she's nominated for the United States Supreme Court by President Trump, and uh, it looks like she may be, she may be um, confirmed. She's 48 years old. Born in 1972, born, by the way, on January 28th, the feast day of St. Thomas Aquinas, uh, Notre Dame Law, Rhodes College. Um, she is married to Michael, uh, excuse me, Jesse is her husband, and she has uh, many siblings, and she has a, a big family. Uh, she is just a, a marvelous um, interview uh, in that judicial hearing. Uh, not using any notes, and uh, she is a, um, a, a Catholic. She's a she's a um, a, a practicing a practicing Catholic. Right now, we have five justices on the Supreme Court who are Catholic. Uh, the Chief Justice is Catholic, John Roberts. Uh, Samuel Alito is Catholic. Clarence Thomas is Catholic. Uh, Sonia Sotomayor is Catholic, and Brett Kavanaugh is Catholic. Um, uh, and, by the way, Neil Gorsuch was raised Catholic, but now he attends the Episcopal Church. So if Amy Coney Barrett is approved, she will be the sixth Catholic, or some say seventh, because Neil Gorsuch was, was raised Catholic. Um, you know, it's really important that, you know, the, the composition of the Supreme Court of our country has never re reflected uh, the the composition of the country. Um, it, it was m most notably held by Protestant men, uh, and then Presbyterians, Unitarians, and Jews. Uh, but it's interesting how how this happens. Why why so many Catholics on 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 the court? Why 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 are Catholics you know running the Supreme Court? Many reasons for that. Uh, one one is. Um, uh, the educational system. Uh, the, the educational system Catholics have, have developed. Remember, we built the schools and we built the hospitals. And so um, the, the educational traditions that Catholics use helps them um, excel in their life. Uh, the interest in law. Um, because Catholics were persecuted. We, we have that inherent need to to determine uh, rights for people through law. Um, we, a lot of Catholics are on the court because they're conservative. And, and presidents have, have filled the, these judicial vacancies with people that, that they deem and, and want to be conservative. Um, so that's why all of the Catholics are on the court. Uh, and it's a, it's a real proud uh, time for us. There was a point in this judicial hearing and this is this is very important, 
where um, a senator from Minnesota asked Amy Coney Barrett about whether or not Roe versus Wade is a super precedent. And this is where this all got very, very fascinating. Remember, Roe versus Wade came in 1973. This is the landmark decision in which the court ruled that the Constitution uh, protects um, a pregnant woman's liberty to choose to have an abortion without any excessive government restriction. So, so, but anyway, uh, the Minnesota senator asked uh, Amy Coney Barrett if Roe versus Wade uh, is a super precedent. And uh, they, um, the, the senator didn't know that the word super precedent is used in, in different contexts. So, so she, she defined what uh, a precedent is. And she gave the definition of, uh, of, of a precedent uh, in, in the context of how scholars use it. Um, and she, she said, this is what a, a precedent is, a super precedent in, 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 the, in the context of scholarship. She said it is cases, she said, that are so well settled that no political actor and no people seriously push for their overruling. And then she said, and I'm answering a lot of questions about Roe versus Wade, which, which I think indicates that Roe doesn't fall in that category. In other words, if you want your Roe versus Wade, if you want your abortion, quit talking about it. The more you talk about a case, the more it underlies that it's it's not a super precedent. Okay, she said, what is a super precedent? Brown versus the Board of Education, right? That, that outlawed racial segregation in public schools. Anybody talking about that today? No, that's a super precedent. How about Marbury versus Madison, which gave the courts the authority to strike down laws as unconstitutional? Anybody fighting about Marbury versus Madison? No, people will always fight about Roe versus Wade she said, which indicates that it doesn't fall in the category of being a super president, although she said that's not a reason to overturn it. Does the Supreme Court overrule a, a precedent? People say that it doesn't. The Roberts Court has. The Roberts Supreme Court has overruled three precedent cases already. One in 2018. One in 2018, another one in 2018, three of them. Trump versus Hawaii overruled super president of the Supreme Court. South Dakota versus Wayfair did, and Janice versus Ask Me did. So it has been done, and it can be done. You know why it may be done? Because nobody stops talking about Roe versus Wade. Anyway, that's one of the things that I learned, and uh, I, I don't know. Who would not want your daughter to be like Amy Coney Barrett, huh? It's uh, an amazing mother and wife and uh, scholar for sure, which we all learned. We'll be back in just one moment. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> 